Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. Well, welcome back to the David Allen Show. Hey. Hey. And actually, we have a not horrible sound coming from, <laughs> straight up from David. Weird. I just don't even know wow. what to do. <laughs> I mean, it's a little overdriven, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We're all right. Yeah. I hope that didn't cause someone to be triggered. <laughs> <laughs> um, today is a very, very, very important day. In the United Why? States. In these United States. The youth of the nation have decided that our parents are dumb. Okay. <laughs> and, or, I'm sorry, not our, their parents and those people that can vote are dumb and know nothing and should just shut up and listen <laughs> to them and take all the... D. Yeah, well, that too, but... <laughs> Because, I mean, come on, they are, they are, the youth of the nation. Last day of the rest of my life, I wish I would have known because I didn't kiss my mama goodbye. I didn't tell her that I loved her, how much I cared. I think my pops water talks and all the wisdom he shared. Unaware, I just did what I always do. Every day the same routine before I skate off to school. But who knew that this day wasn't like the rest? Instead of taking the test, taking the test, I took two to the chest. Call me blind, but I didn't this should be their anthem. This is the anthem of the youth today. So that song, Youth of the Nation by P.O.D., 2006. No, no, no. That was early 2000s when that came out. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. Remastered, or remastered, I think, in 2006. There is this young gentleman, and I, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to put an E on this show because of this. So if you have children listening, I do apologize, but this is what's happening. And I, I guess it could be uh, bleeped out here in this version. I'm not sure. But uh, this is what's happening. <sighs> To our children, somehow, it has been decided that profanity is the best way to convince someone of your point of view. And I just don't quite know how that works. If you want to continue to be sort of supported by the NRA like Marco Rubio, that's okay because we'll vote you out. It's as simple as that. There is a massive amount of racial discrimination in this country in our legal systems and in our media too. Black students are three times as likely as white students to be suspended. Also, when you include more people from law enforcement into these communities, do they do their job correctly much of the time? Yes, but in these communities, they're discriminated against. There was a black man that was shot over 20 times for holding a cell phone in his own backyard. And they wonder why we don't trust them. A lot of people that are out there that are fearing what we're saying right now think that we're going to try taking their guns. We're not. The Never Gun Movement and the March for Our Lives is not trying to take your guns. We're trying to take back our lives. And because just as much as you have a right to own a, a weapon, we have the right to liberty, we have the right to peace, and we have the right to live. And not be afraid when we go to schools that we're going to be shot. 
Is this true? I'm sorry, that, that wasn't the clip I was thinking of because he did say some foul things that we might play later, but maybe not. Is it true? Do we have a what? right to peace? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, does does anybody have a right not to die in a car accident? Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Well. Do you have a right not to get hit by lightning? I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, it's not it's not a right. It has nothing to do with rights. Huh. Those are circumstances that happen. Um, a right is something that uh is something that can be controlled. Okay. Potentially. So you have a right to free speech. So if you have a right to free speech, that means that the government uh guarantees free speech. And mm-hmm. if your rights have been abridged, then there's due process to try to address that. <clears throat> there is no, there is no uh, due process. That, well, there's not a due process to prevent, but there's to, a due process to punish somebody if they take somebody's rights away from them. So if someone else takes someone else's rights, then that's when government steps in. Yeah. But those rights have to be laid out. You can't just arbitrarily make them up. Uh, well, I mean, at one point, the founding fathers thought that oh, certain they were rights just, were self-evident. They were just clueless, small-minded bigots. Well, you forgot white men, oh, old white, white men. White, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look at every revolution that has ever happened mm-hmm. that was instigated and supported and run by young people. It always ended in bloodshed. Why? Always. Why, why, why? Uh, because they're clueless and they stupid emotional? and young, and, and emotional, uh, naive, ignorant, you know. And that's not that's not to say, well, above and beyond everything else, they're arrogant. Mm-hmm. And if you match arrogance with ignorance, you're going to get bloodshed, you know. So if we allow these people, and we know that they're not running it, there's people behind it that are trying to, that are using them. They're just useful idiots is all they are. Well, now, I think you should just calm down and slow your roll because um, I, on the interweb today, I did something that I typically, I've kind of vowed not to do. Uh Uh-oh. I stupidly... Uh Oh, no. Was watching. Well, first of all, I was watching WCCO. They had a live stream. This is the, uh, is that a Minnesota public channel? Yeah, that's down the Twin Cities. Yeah. Um, They had a a reporter on the ground with his cell phone. And he was doing a little live uh, video of uh, the kind of the pep rally, the rah-rah, everyone, you know, yay, we're going to go march. I'm sorry, we're going to go rally on Washington. So they have a group of these college, high school kids that are in D.C. from the Minneapolis area, I presume, and they were there. So uh, Amy Klobuchar, who is an idiot, um, I don't know how that woman gets elected. Sorry, I don't know. Not because she's a woman. That's not the issue. She's a moron. Oh, now you did it. I know. Oh, oh, now you did it. Maybe we'll have to edit that. No, we won't because it's, it's true. She's an idiot. They were talking, and then the new, I think it's Al Franken's replacement, because he, you know, as we all, as we talked about back then, he kind of was thrown under the bus, and he was the scapegoat. He took the fall, 
because there was, I mean, what evidence was there that he was a, uh, uh, an actual real predator of women? Compared to everybody else. <laughs> exactly, right. And he's a comic, for gosh sakes. And that, that's the other thing that people forget about uh, youthful revolutions. They always eat themselves. Yeah? It, yeah. You will always, if you're leading a revolution and you're young and mm-hmm. it su- succeeds, you are going to die. You're going to get killed by the next iteration that comes up after mm. five, gotcha. ten years. Right, right, right. Well, anyway, I was, sorry. I, I, no, I, I jumped in on this live video and commented. I said, these poor kids are being abused by these horrible politicians. I feel so bad for them. That's what I said. Well, then someone um, by the first name of Nancy, I don't know her. She just jumped in. My child is not being abused and will be voting in the 2018 election. (laughs) My child is invested in her education and is supported by a community that understands her potential. Please wait for history to judge my child's impact in the world and don't be so... Oh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Ah, sorry, I don't want so that. So what? So what, Alan? Don't be so ah, wrong. mother of pearl. Say it, Alan. Ah, I'm sorry. Say Whoa, it. where to go? Where are you oh. not supposed to be, Alan? Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> she accused me of calling the children names. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, I'll get back to it. I don't want it to go live. Is the problem? Um. Please stop calling these very... Oh, no, 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 no. Um, pause. Hello. Stop. Good. <clears throat> My child is invested in her education and is supported by a community that understands her potential. Please wait for history to judge my child's impact in the world and don't be so dismissive of her efforts. Please stop calling these very capable students names. Now, I don't think I called anyone a name. Other than the politicians as being horrible, yep. so I and this is an hour ago, and I was stupid. Um, so I, so I responded. Did you respond? I did. Uh-oh. I said, "Oh dear, Nancy." Oh dear. I said Nancy, nothing Nancy, ill toward Nancy. any of the children being used by the adults in the room. I believe I called oh. the adult politicians horrible. I absolutely agree that the next generation of voters need to be valued, not used as pawns in a very dark and dirty political game. By the way, did you pay for your child to go to this rally? Nothing. Nothing back. Crickets. Crickets is all it is. Because your point is, if you paid for her to go there, then this is not something that she necessarily... Well, but but I was thinking bigger than that. If she didn't pay for it, who did pay for it? Because the kid sure didn't. Oh, yeah. And I bet you money it was the Democratic Party. Hello. That's what they do. Yeah. They're capitalizing on this tragedy that happened on... Uh, what Valentine's Day in Florida? Oh, is that when that happened? I think it was Valentine's yeah. Day. I think so. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, that would have been stopped very shortly if one of the uh, police officers was in a gutless wonder. <laughs> How dare you say such things? Oh, I dare. I mean, oh, oh, I dare. I can't even believe it that you would say that. Um. It's possible that I have some of the other Dave, David Hogg. This poor kid. I mean, he he's probably reveling in this uh, newfound glory. But th- this is a clip from uh, the Pat Gray show, which is he's he's on the Blaze. Um, 
Anyway, let's listen. Okay, yeah, let me parents. handle it and you wow. get it done in one second. Sadly, that's what we have to do with our government because our parents don't know how to use a democracy, so we have to. Oh. They, he said our parents don't know how to use an effing democracy. What does this mean? How do you? <laughs> so a teenager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about mm -hmm. when it comes to, um, oh, and ultimate bloodshed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's just outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. It just oh makes me gosh. think what sick are out there that want to continue to sell more guns, murder more children, and honestly just get reelected. Where? What type of person are you when you want to see more money than children's lives? How, what type of person does that? What does that mean? For them to equate, and for anyone to take this seriously as a, as a real legitimate conversation. What kind of effing person would rather make money than to save kids' lives? Really? Well, first of all, there's a lot of people that would rather <laughs> make money. Well, there's I'm that. not saying it's good. I'm not saying True. it's good at all. But the claim is um, the NRA is doing that. Like, that that's the NRA. And yeah. Rubio. Yeah. How many, uh, yeah, how many, I mean, I've heard it by a bunch of, uh, of conservatives make the point, which is a valid point. How many NRA members have shot up a school? Answer, none. Um, it's not the NRA there, uh, useless idiot. It is. <laughs> um, but, but, and I think this is a more, uh, it's less clippy. It's a little bit more of the video, I think, and it is uncensored, I believe. Um, so I do apologize if anyone's listening to this uh, with children in the room. Just know that it's on you. Um, this is David Hogg, <laughs> who is the spokesperson now for this movement, uh, yes. to the point where he's been on Bill Maher and a couple other big media Because he's a hero now. So good. And They're pathetic fuckers that want to keep killing our children. They could have blood from children spattered all over their faces, and they wouldn't take action because they'll still see those dollar signs. So, oh, what an idiot! Can we at some point hold his parents accountable for his behavior? Uh, how old is the guy? Mm, I is mean, seventeen. So, yeah, I don't think so. He In said he opinion. vowed they were he was going to make sure those efforts aren't getting reelected. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So wow. He's a hero. So hero. He yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um a taste. That, that's a small taste of what's going on there. However, um the state of Florida in response to this shoot and to try to get something done apparently, they made uh a new rule. Coming back after Easter break, I believe. Let, let me guess. Yes. It's illegal to shoot children in schools. Oh, man. Yeah, darn it. You got it. They're on the forefront of this. Uh, <laughs> finally. Finally on some laws <laughs> that will actually do something. On Friday, this from the Daily Wire, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School left-wing activist David Hogg complained that the school's new policy <laughs> for making students use only clear backpacks after spring break, infringes on, guess what, his First Amendment rights. Okay. <laughs> Grabian News reported, quote, Hogg appeared Friday at a gun control forum with Axios' Mike Allen, where he launched into varying off-topic political tirades advocating for far-left Democratic positions. After taking Americans' Second Amendment rights for... No, 
Sorry. After attacking Americans' Second Amendment rights for over a month, calling the NRA, quote, child murderers, Hogg complained about having to use clear backpacks at school. He complained that the decision by Democratic Broward County officials violated his First Amendment rights, as he also cited potential embarrassment for students going through their menstrual cycle because they're <laughs> tampons and stuff. <laughs> quote, it's unnecessary. So they ban pockets, too? <laughs> they must have. Clear them out. It's unne- Everyone has to wear um, tights. It's unnecessary. It's embarrassing for a lot of the children, the lot of the students, and it makes them feel isolated and separated from the rest of American school culture where they're having essentially their First Amendment rights infringed upon because they can't freely wear whatever backpack they want regardless of what it is. This is the kid uh. being touted and praised. Oh, this is the next generation of leaders. Holy crap, we're doomed. Well, but this this always, I mean, this happens. <laughs> he says, it has to be I a mean, clear backpack. What we should I, have is just more policies that make sure that these students are feeling safe and secure in their schools and not like they're being fought against like it's a prison. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. So he's well, now mad. He's been, like, stomping and stamping his feet. Is he angry? No, no, he's the he's the open-minded, loving left. That that tells you that it's we're doomed. Chamber. Oh, big What's time! That? Big time! We're doomed. <laughs> but yes, big time. Well, but but it's an echo chamber if you have people from the left mm-hmm. who hold this person up mm-hmm. and wants them as their spokesperson because they don't see, they can't see it from another perspective. They don't right. see it from anybody else's viewpoint and uh so to look at this guy to me that's just funny <laughs> i mean because he's not he's not going to change anybody's mind no. he's not going to no. he's not going to affect any any change anywhere because what he says is ridiculous so. well the only people that <laughs> would be um affected or even amenable to his position are the people that already agree with him Exactly. exactly. And then, so you're yep. just talking in circles. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, so, you know, he's claiming that this clear backpack solution for a mm-hmm. high school where the mm-hmm. majority mm-hmm. of kids are under 18, thus a minor, I believe, and are required to go to school by law. They don't have the option not to. Um, he claims it's a violation of their First Amendment right. Do children... And we talked about this off air a little bit. Do children have a First Amendment right to free speech? Are they afforded the same rights that adults are? Well, I, I mean, I think everybody has has that right, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can exert the right until you're a, uh, I guess you could say, not a dependent, not somebody who is... Um, considered independent. Okay. You know what I mean? Because my thought in this whole, when I started kind of thinking about this question, was what rights do children have as children? I mean, they, they don't have the freedom, uh, or they don't have the, they don't have the protected right to um, carry a firearm or to own a firearm, Second Amendment. They don't have mm-hmm. a protected right of free travel, right? I mean... Th- if you're a, if you're a minor, you can't be outside after a certain 
hour in almost every city in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that would be an infringement. You don't have the right of free speech, I don't think, as a minor. Well, but you, you could also say... No, I mean, because they've they've not been, by law, determined to be competent to take care of themselves on their own. So it's a matter of, and I don't know what the legal term for that would be, but a, a two-year-old can't get a job. A mm-hmm. two-year-old... Um, can't sign a, contra- a contractual agreement. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they don't have rights, um, but they have a guardian, somebody who's watching over them until they get to the point where they're no longer dependent upon the guardian. Well, that goes... The guardian might be their parents mm-hmm. or it might even be the state, but they have been deemed not being able to um, to be in a... That's why if you're under, if you're under 18... Mm-hmm. And say you're in a horrible family relationship and you're very mature, you can go to a judge and get emancipated, which would allow you to write, to make contractual agreements at the age of 15 or 16 but that, or whatever. But that is then a judge say, claiming yes. and, and making a decision that you are now, regardless of yep. age, you are at the point where you are now responsible for your actions. Yeah, you're capable and competent. Yeah. Whereas the majority of children don't have that option. Well, and they're, it's also because they're not capable. Well, that's true. <laughs> Good point. So, and we should listen to them. Why? Well, because <laughs> the news media has told us we must. Uh, someone posted on the face bag, if you are protesting tomorrow, this is from yesterday, you are misguided. There is no such thing as firearm violence. There is only human violence. Liberalism is the highest contributor to generating angry, hate-filled people who commit violent acts. This is what you should be. This is what you should be protesting. Guns, bombs, vehicles, machetes, knives, and anthrax are tools. There is no such thing as a violent tool, unless you wackos get out of control tomorrow. Uh, you are the tools of the Democratic Party, and they are using you. Wake up! It seems. It seems logical. Yeah, I can't really say I disagree. Let's listen. Oh, good morning, everyone. Jeff Hi. Wagner here reporting uh, from a pizza shop in Washington, D.C. And the reason why I'm at a pizza shop is that's because this is where all of the high schoolers from the Twin Cities, Henry Sibley and 10 from the north side of Minneapolis, are getting ready for the March for Our Lives rally. Hey, everybody wave to our... Facebook Live audience. Hey, everybody, wave. Hey, say hi to your parents. Say hi to everybody back. These poor the children people that are supporting you. Shout out to mom. <laughs> are you guys excited for today? Yes. No. I'm so excited. Oh, you sound so. Yeah. Uh, the so fun excited. part about this yeah. is I was with uh, the group. We're going to party. I was with the group from Henry Sibley the past couple days, and now they've joined up with uh, at least 10 schools from Minneapolis and the Twin Cities area. Everybody getting ready for the big day today. They're here, right? What's this? What's the group here? I'm uh, Facebook Live for WCCO. So where where where's this group representing right now? North Minneapolis. Metal. They just Oh, hold on. As hard as possible. Oh, yeah, here we go. So this person then. Um, 
this has turned into something that's different than um, this isn't about guns anymore. Now this is a a, a student um, who is dressed like a girl and claims to be transgender. <laughs> so I'm assuming that means that it was the person was born a boy and is now playing the game of a girl. I'm I'm assuming this based on what they have to say. Right there. What are you most excited? What are you most excited about for today's march? Um, I'd say probably being in the moment, like really just getting that adrenaline going, trying really hard, like getting that self empowerment, making me feel, try and feel as hard as possible, and also having my poster up as well. I feel like that's gonna be super exciting. So. I didn't understand a word she said. He said. It said. What? <laughs> Let's go back. No, I. This. This I think is the most telling piece of this. Of what? Why kids are going? He and I just heard most excited about having the poster. We just want to be in the moment. North High School. What are you most excited? What are you most excited about for today's march? Um, I'd say probably being in the moment, like really just getting that adrenaline glowing. Trying <laughs> being in the moment, just getting the adrenaline glowing. Really hard, like getting that self empowerment, making me feel, try and feel as hard as possible, and also having my poster up as well. I feel like that's gonna be super exciting. So, having their poster, <laughs> having the poster up that is what they're that's the thing. You know what? She's is that we're is gonna that have a, the poster, the poster's gonna be up. I'm so excited. Now, is that a biological male or female? I, I, I don't know. Um, it, it's someone that that wasn't the one that you were talking about. Yeah, it is. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a male. And so I'm, I'm assuming that it, uh, that this person was born um, a male, or at least was assigned that according Th- to the left. This person is young and is suffering from mental illness. Let's call it what it is. Okay. Um, but that, is, and then oh, I, I want to get to, um, the special senator that I you just... dropped that and ran away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. That's fine. That's fine by me. All right, good, Amy. Okay. Someone, someone suggested to the senator. The crowd has fallen silent. That oh, here we go. That wearing that sweater was the best option. Great to see you, and it's fun to be here. And our daughter Abigail came from New York. Yeah. Uh, she came by train, not bus. Uh, this is my husband John. What does that got to do with anything? Who cares what they came really by? really psyched to be here and to see all these students um, who want to be able to tell the people in Washington and really the country and the world that you believe there can be a better way, right? And I've been working on this for a while. What way? Be, um, Ask all the communist countries and their citizens. And I work back there uh, with yep. law enforcement to try to do something about some limits on assault weapons and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't enough. Uh, then I came out here. And I got to start working with um, uh, domestic violence victims, and they came forward and talked about how uh, in 10 years, 6,000 women were killed by guns, right? 6,000. That's more than we lost our brave troops in Iraq and Afghanistan. So they advocated, I carried their bill, to have some better checks on uh, domestic violence, things like that, for getting a gun, and that wasn't enough. We were unable to pass that. 
Then I got to know Gabby Giffords after she. Oh, let's use her for some more propaganda. I did an event with the Parkland kids and a few of our Minnesota friends, uh, including Antiqua. I don't know. There she is. Cool. Who's a celebrity? With a a really great name from South High School. Uh, And she likes math. I had to memorize her biography because I I introduced her. Um, Oh, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, a friend of mine's daughter was just in D.C. Uh, a couple weeks ago doing a, a thing, like a school thing. Anyway, they were there for about a week. And they got to meet the Minnesota delegation. And uh, they met Amy, this Klobuchar lady. And she said uh-huh. she was the most arrogant, like aloof, horrible person you could even imagine. And just they all pandering because... bullcrap, straight up nonsense. Yeah, because, um, uh, you know, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, 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 I know. So then there's another lady, the the new senator, I believe, is the one that took Franken's job. Um, and I just want to grab a piece of what she had to say because um, I. this is when I actually decided to comment and shouldn't have, but I did. Because she made a claim that I'm not sure is true. And so I'd like to get your thoughts on this claim. Words to all of you gathered. Yes, thank you. I didn't get the orange memo. Sorry about that. I wore red. So I wore blood red instead. Yeah. It's better. Yeah, sure. No, no, you keep it. <laughs> well, first of all, I just want to Hi. say I'm Hi. so excited to see all of you here. Mm-hmm. And when, when did you get here? Last night? Yes. Afternoon? That's when your plane brought them in. I don't even know what day it is. It's Saturday, right? Yeah. Right. I could already see the stage set up. Who and cares? a little bit of the pathway for all of you being here. And- oh, 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 that's interesting, too. They couldn't get a permit to actually have a march. Like, D.C. would not give them a permit. So they had to turn <laughs> it into a rally. And then their sec- super secret, super secret audio. I heard on um, Adam Curry dug it up. It was on the No Agenda show this uh, yesterday. No, Thursday. Um, a super secret information that it just so happens that our our rally is on pennsylvania avenue and the white house is just down the road so you never know we might just march down at the end down to the white house and have our signs (laughs) (laughs) and um i think amy is just leaving let's thank amy oh thank amy please (laughs) (laughs) yeah hi abigail abigail i need a little help okay (laughs) (laughs) so I just want to say a couple of things, and then I really want to hear what's on your mind. Yes, let's. Come on. Let's have it. Uh, The first thing I want to say is I think about this first as a mom. I'm the mom of two grown people now. Yes, cry. Two grown sons, Sam and Mason, that are 28 and 30. And I remember when I used to send them off to school. Did you see? I thought it was fascinating that she started with saying she has two grown people and then had to Mm -hmm. clarify, oh, they're sons of things and then I really want to hear what's on your mind. Uh, the first thing I want to say is I think about this first as a mom. I'm the mom of two grown people now. Two- <laughs> what? What? Why, why even say that? Grown sons, Sam and Mason, that are 28 and 30. Why even and say grown people? I remember when I used to yeah. send them off to school, <laughs> I just expected that when they went to school they were going to be safe. Nothing bad was going to happen to them. Why? They locked in the doors of their school building. So no mean kids, no nothing. They wouldn't, like, fall down and trip. They wouldn't ever get hurt. No, nothing bad would happen to them. Really. Um, and what you guys are grappling with 
is that you're not really sure that that's true anymore. In fact, we have so much evidence that it's not true. Yet, in the face of that, you also have a lot of evidence that your, your strength, your power, your voices strength. make a huge, huge difference. And when I see all of you here, I am filled with optimism because I know that you are going to make a difference. Oh, one thing, too, that I noticed as this guy pans about the room that these kids are in, they have some of the most professional printed signs ever just sitting mm -hmm. on their table ready for them to, to carry out there. This is not a grassroots movement. I'm sorry. This is being funded greatly. I'm shocked that you would say such a thing. <laughs> I expect I'm, that I'm you've shocked. had a lot of adults telling you a lot of stuff. Mm, totally. Like your parents and your teachers. How great mm -hmm. you are and how much it means that oh. you're here. No, maybe and not. And all that is true. But, but I'm not here to sort of... Sometimes I think maybe that sounds just a teeny bit condescending, not oh, because mm -hmm. we mean it to sound that way, but because we're just, we're we dumb adults actually people. feel kind of powerless. And what you're reminding us is that we're not Did you hear that? That is true, but I'm not here to sort of... Did she say sometimes we adults are powerless? I thought she said condescending. <laughs> oh, oh. Sometimes I think maybe that sounds just a teeny bit condescending. Well, they don't mean it that way. Mean it to sound that way, but because we're just we adults actually feel kind of powerless. Really? So now, so now she's just abdicating all responsibility. Uh, we adults can't do it. We must give it to the children. That's exactly what she. That's a good good catch. Exactly. Oh, that's what a... exactly what she was saying. And what you're <laughs> reminding us is that we're not powerless. There is a lot of stuff that we can do. <laughs> You know, and they complain about Trump. We can send kids to do it. Well, they complain about the way Trump's talks. There's a lot of stuff we can do. You know what? What stuff? Let's nail it out there. And that's what I'm here to fight for as your senator, and that's why I want to be with you today. That's why we had to kick Franken out. Starting in the United States Capitol, which is just a block away mm -hmm, from here. Mm -hmm. There are things that we can start working on right away. What? For example, why is it not true that wherever you buy a gun in this country, you don't have to go through a basic background check? Okay, this is the that first thing. That is not <laughs> true. That is not true. Well, that was my first thought. Are you kidding? Where? What's the information? Where, where is she getting this? Complete and total lie. Straight up propaganda, these kids. And so they hear it from their senator. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, well, the senator told me, and it's true. Who, no. And who is this lady? This is the lady that replaced Franken. Oh, okay. Okay, first of all, I have to say <laughs> um, that uh, anybody who wants to be a senator um, and is in there for more than one or two terms mm -hmm. is is a whore. Oh, no a matter whore. gender. That's that. That's not. It's yep. this is not a w female thing. No, they are a complete and total moral <clears throat> problem. Interesting. In my opinion. Okay. That's just common sense, right? No. Why should it be that in one place you have to have a background check and in another place you don't? What does this mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give us give us that place. Yeah. Now, what she'll do is she'll give an example of something that happens that is legal, but is a small percentage. Like if I sell my gun to you. Oh, like a personal transfer. Uh, yeah. A person to person. Yep. I don't have to go through. Correct. But you don't have to in do Oregon, it. In Oregon, you do now. You do in Oregon. Yes. They made that law a year or so ago, which is outrageous, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. 
that's what they're going to be pushing for. Mm-hmm. But that's not where uh, these people get their guns from that shoot up the place. No, exactly. No. Back in the, um, you know, what, um, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. we used to have, we, we, that would be we, the we 90s. used to say that you couldn't buy these military-style um, weapons that are with these high-capacity magazines that are designed to kill a lot of people all at once. Really? No, that would be a bomb. Oh. That would be a, a Scud missile. That would be a Tomahawk. That would be a drone that our government uses all the time. That's designed to kill a lot of people at the same time. Again... Uh, these are a bunch of people sitting in an echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. And, and she can say whatever she's going to say, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter how wrong it is, the echo chamber will hear it, repeat it. And uh, I think one of the things that we have to be um, cognizant of is not to be a hypocrite so that if uh, somebody who's a conservative says something, we don't just believe it and repeat oh, totally. it. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Fact check. Why can't we reinstate that? Why can't we reinstate that? It, nothing horrible. Because what did it do for you, lady? Happened in our country. In fact, a lot of good things did happen because we what? didn't like have that. We didn't have these military style. Yeah, Columbine um, didn't happen in the nineties when they had that. With these high capacity magazines that are designed to kill a lot of people all at once. Why can't we reinstate that? Why can't we and reinstate what's the difference? That? Nothing horrible happened in our country. In fact, a lot of good things did happen because we didn't have that. We didn't have the ability for anybody to buy those kinds of weapons. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I think, um, no, I'm, I'm surprised that they don't uh, promote raising the, the driving age to, um, to 21 or 25 in order to save lives, that anybody who um, is against that is in the pocket of the large... Ooh, big, uh, big car. Motor, <laughs> yeah, big car companies. There's a... Uh, because, obviously, there are thousands of children who die every year uh-huh. by big cars. Yeah. And they don't care. And they get their money from the big car companies... And the unions who work for the big car companies, and they don't care. And we should march on Washington for that as well. So I like what she's doing, but we need to expand this. But we those are. To, but we but, need to save lives. But how many of the little children have a high capacity car? Thousands. A high Thousands. capacity car, really? Yes. In order to have they a can, in order to drive a can, high capacity car, you have to have a special license, okay? And an endorsement. Uh, not now yeah. they don't. Oh, they can go out and just they buy can it with no background check. Get, with no background check, they can get any any vehicle they want, and it's carnage. It's <laughs> chaos, and they just don't care. They have the blood of these children on their hands, and it's horrible. It's disgusting, and it's disingenuous. Well, and if Hog is right, you they could have children's blood spattered on their face, and they still wouldn't care. There's that. There's that too. There's that too. Thank you for for the clarification. Absolutely. Why can't we say in this country, and we did just a couple days ago, that we ought to think about gun violence like a public health crisis, and we should do research on that. Yes. We do research on all sorts of different kinds of 
all sorts of different kinds of, of, of health issues. This is a health issue. So here's my question. They, everyone's whining about that, that, well, it's against the law. We, we can't do uh, research on gun violence. We can't research it. Really? Who says you can't? I think the only thing that was in place is you couldn't put public funds toward it. Is that true? I, boy, I don't know. But I, I don't, no, nothing stops me from researching. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm no, confused I've, by that argument. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, Maybe they're just I whining mean, because they can't get free money to do the, the, the study. Maybe that's it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's the narrative. It's like the narrative that uh, uh, some president is cutting spending on something when what they're oh, doing right. is rather than increasing <laughs> it by 10%, they re- increase it by 8%. Oh, 2% and cut. Cutting, they're cutting spending, you know. It's just, yeah. <laughs> they're spending more, just slower. Yeah. Let's see if what else she has. There's to so say. many other things that we could do, and I'd actually like to stop talking and hear Please. what's on your mind. Please. You know, oh, I thank would like that too. Thank you. That you okay. To tell Finally. Today. Finally, um, something I get and behind. And what you think uh, we ought to do? Her stopping. Because your day is not tomorrow or the next day. Your day is right now. Your leadership is needed right now. now. Wow. Now. Their leadership is needed right now. Are you kidding? Uh huh. What? Uh, talk about all of these adults and all of them. Every one of these adults that are behind this and talking like this, all they're doing is saying, I am a moron and can't do anything. So I need the leadership of some 15-year-olds hey, to help hey, me. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Consider this. Okay. In in a year or two, most of these people that she goes and talks to are going to be 18, right? Or Yeah. So who are they going to vote for? Her. That's true. Because she wanted our leadership. Yep, yeah. Yeah. So again, I don't think it's uh I think it's a lot of it is disingenuous on this. Um because she's she's trying to create the next generation of people that'll vote for her or the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. So are you are you possibly making the claim that yep. they are just in it to get reelected? Yep. Did you actually, you made that claim out loud? I did. Oh, I, I also said it. that other person was mentally ill. Oh, transgender you, you did, you did, so, you did. So that's, yes. that mm-hmm. That means that uh, I'm not going to be running for any uh, state or federal. We'd have to have listeners. Um, <laughs> well, then there is that, but this stays on the internet. Uh, oh, Well, for, we know Chuck at the true. NSA is listening right now. That's true, yeah. Mm. But just remember.
That's right. The youth of the nation are marching on, marching on DC right now. This live stream. It's happening live right now. Today is March 24, 2018. This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. And is this Rihanna rising up, perhaps? Maybe it's not Rihanna. All I got to say is everyone jumping on board with this. I mean, hello. Talk about brilliant platform. I'll get on stage and say something. Tell them they're crazy. The March for Our Lives. And they have a bunch of young children that look like 12, maybe, on stage with her. I heard someone say, oh, there could be 500,000 people there. Uh Uh-huh. Taking advantage of children. Absolutely. Um, Yep. So, uh, (laughs) conservatives would... Did this? They would uh, accuse them of of taking advantage of children. Someone just commented, "the the generation that will di- will disarm themselves." Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is. Please give it up for the Baltimore Choir. Baltimore Choir. <sighs> you know, the, the problem with uh, with liberals. <laughs> Is they have a Pelagian view of man. Explain that. Uh, Pelagius was a, I think, a fourth-century theologian. I'm not sure which century, but uh, anyways, third, fourth-century perhaps. He believed that man was a uh, was not inherently evil. Oh, okay. And so the problem that they have is they have this viewpoint that man acts the way he does because of societal pressures put upon them, and that if you perfect society, you'd perfect man. So um, so if you're faulty in your first premise, you're going to be faulty on everything that you uh, you actually uh, – logically arrive at based upon that premise wait a second who is this guy is it a rapper yep he looks like dmx but i don't think so Wow, there's a line for you. So he's this this guy stands for peace, love, and women's rights. That's it. That's all he stands for. And he's uh, <laughs> I'd like to. Listen, if he's a rapper, I'd like to listen to some of his lyrics. <laughs> he actually kind of looks like Montel Williams. <laughs> is it M- Montel? Maybe it is Montel. It looked like him. It also resembled DMX. Uh-oh. Uh, the singer just and took her shirt and jacket off. Who did? 
The, the girl singer. He's still wearing clothes, though, so that's good. At first, I thought it might be Kirk Franklin, but I don't think it is. We'll see. We'll see if they say. They're having the black power fist in the air, so that's good. That's got to be DMX. Really? Okay, so now they're playing a big video. Breaking news. The police say that a shooter wow. is Wow. Okay. Years old, Let's scare these kids even more. Good choice. A heartbreaking day in Florida and sadly an all too familiar one. How many more students oh. are going to have Oh, to Hog die is on on the screen. He's on the big screen. This has happened so many times and so many times all we get are thoughts and prayers. I can only say tonight that the prayers of the American people are with you. Now that is from Columbine. Oh, that was a, come to offer yeah, but that was a dig on, on Clinton, prayers of a nation. Well, it could have been. All we get is thoughts and prayers. At this point, they're going to be gone by midterm election because you are either with us or against us at this point. What does this mean? High school students are refusing to let thoughts and prayers be the end of the story. High school students are expected to walk out of their schools. And now hundreds of students coming outside here. Point out that these are student-organized events. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Wait, why is no one in Washington doing anything? We're children. You guys are the adults. You need to take some action. I don't want to do this gun control discussion right now. This is not the time to have the discussion. This is not the time for this. It's not the time. But the now is the time. Obtained weapons that he used on us legally. I do not think that he should have gotten his hands on any kind of weapon. If you think it's too easy to get a gun, do something about it. Make it not easier to get a gun. We know that this okay. type of Don't be a criminal. How, how do you make it easier not to get a gun? <laughs> So this is straight up propaganda. That, I mean, this is this is a big, a big, a little, a little big, a big little echo chamber right there oh, on yeah. the on on the DC. <sighs> so I don't think I can keep going on this because it just it makes Thank me you. mad. It absolutely makes me mad. Well, you know, it would be one thing if this would change anybody's mind. Mm -hmm. It's not changing anybody's mind. Mm -hmm. The best that they can get from this is that maybe more people will vote. Will, will, Which way, though? Because that they're banking, like they're putting everything on. This is going to get them reelected in the midterms. Yeah. Or no, so this is going to give them the majority. Yeah, I bet it. Yeah, I mean it might. I mean that's a typical. Ooh. Today's oh, today's episode of the David Allen Show is sponsored by Windy Prairie Coffee. Ooh. Brought to you by. Is there ice in there? The WPC. Negative. Sounded like there was ice in there. No, that was me pouring this glorious warm cup of Java into um, a hunter green and silver um, ever warming Yeti mug. Oh, is that what that is? Indeed. I, uh, why don't they call it? Oh, okay. So basically, it's an imaginary mug. <laughs> it's not a Bigfoot mug. <laughs> oh. Sasquatch, everybody. 
my leprechaun or unicorn <laughs> mug. <laughs> oh, it's been too long since we've had a show for crying out loud. <clears throat> um, oh, 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 oh. I, I got this or I heard about this on, uh, where's it at? On uh, the No Agenda show the other day. And it is in, it's crazy. Um, Who is? Australia. But first tonight, the contentious new code telling nurses to say sorry for being white when treating their Indigenous patients. <laughs> now, it's the latest what? in a string. Of- <laughs> what? What? <laughs> they have to apologise for being first, white? First. That's the first thing they have to do. So someone's like having a baby. Ah, oh, by the way, I just want to apologise that I'm white and I have privilege. Of politically correct changes for the health industry... But this one has led to calls for the nursing board boss to resign. And as Yaz Dedovich reports, even some Aboriginal leaders have described it as potentially damaging. Hello? According to how the code is written, the white nurse would come in and say, "Uh, before I deal with you, I have to acknowledge to you that I have certain privileges that you don't have. (laughs) What we've got is a bunch of do-gooders who think that this is actually going to help people, where in reality, it's only dividing society. The code says that I must tell you that they come about because of my whiteness, and your <laughs> disadvantage becomes because of your blackness. I doubt that it's come from an Aboriginal community, that's for sure. No actual consultation with Aboriginal people. They're the backbone of our health system, often overworked and underpaid. Nurses are very caring people. They're always respectful. It's in their, it's in their genes. I mean, this is the, this is the thing that's so outrageous because the, the fundamental presumption of this code is that nurses are currently racists. <laughs> but now a new imposition, one that could threaten their livelihood. It only takes a single complaint from a patient to say, you didn't acknowledge your white privilege. I felt culturally under threat or, or subsumed by you and the nurse can find themselves hauled before the tribunal and subject to a, a conduct complaint. It has many... And we want our country to adopt the same kind of rules that Australia did with guns because they're so th- forward-thinking. I think it's awesome <laughs> because because then you can you can see how the logical progression of ideas goes and you can look at it and you can go... Okay, this, you want an example? If we go down this road, what it's going to look like? It's going to look like this. Right. But they want us to look at Australia because of their gun like confiscation tactics. Yeah. And that's just outrageous. Now, in Oregon, <clears throat> there is a new law being um, proposed. Townhall.com. And I used to live there, so I have... Uh, Town Hall? (laughs) In downtown Portland, everyone who stopped to talk about gun control supported a ban on selling assault weapons in Oregon. But I don't see any reason why anybody should have assault rifles. I don't care what you think, idiot. Just, just, it's beyond protection, it's beyond hunting, it's crazy. It is protection. And most were okay with another part of the proposed law that would make people who already own assault weapons register them or turn them into the government. I'm I'm fine with that. Like, I don't think people need assault rifles. Section 3 of the proposed law would require owners to remove the weapon from the state or sell it to an authorized dealer, surrender it, destroy it, or register it with the government. 
That did not sit well with those I met in the Cabela's parking lot in Tualatin. <laughs> Talk about stereotyping really? people. <laughs> We're going to go downtown Portland, the biggest city in the biggest metro in Oregon, and see if what people think. And then we're going to go to a Cabela's parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. That tells you what the what the reporter thinks about. What, and what they were looking for, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's silly. That was, I mean, the people that filed this initiative are absolutely out of their mind. It's something they say many will resent. Taking firearms away from people is just going to irritate them, and <laughs> it's going to cause a big rift in this state, and they don't need that right now. But back in the city... Well, they're really only for killing people, aren't they, for war, and uh, private citizens have no business owning them. Wow. Many are willing... <laughs> really? <laughs> really? So guns are meant for killing people? Only. Only, only meant. And this lady... No the... business owning them. That's it. For war, and uh, private citizens have no business owning them. Why? Many are willing Why? to support the ban. I'm totally against the assault rifles, so. but I really don't think you can get people to turn them in that have already bought them. Hello? Right now, supporters are a long way from forcing a vote on this, but they hope to ride the wave of outrage that's flowed after the killings of all those people down at the Florida school, and they hope to get this on the ballot and put Oregon at the front of the national debate on gun control. I just am confused as to how they can actually think that'll work. I mean, the majority of, or well, okay, I guess I can't be terribly confused. Minnesota's very similar in that they have... I mean, the majority of Minnesota, the majority of Oregon are very uh, red. Like, if you look at the the mm -hmm. the uh, party, political party map, you only get the tiny centers of the, the metro areas that are blue. And so, is this just shoving every stupid idea at the people and hoping something will stick? Just to well, further their agenda? In my opinion, this is an, <laughs> it's worth <lots>. another example. <laughs> this is another example of them having this viewpoint that man is basically perfectible mm. and good. That's and true. So, so if you change those circumstances, then if you get rid of guns and you get rid of poverty and you get rid of white privilege. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, that our society will be good and perfect and peaceful. Everything's and just peachy. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay, it's bullcrap, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. Have you been um, following the latest like up uh, uprising? Shall we say against the face bag? Facebook. No. Well, the way I understand it, there was a way um, back just the way you, you could build apps that you could use within Facebook. And to, and you basically were allowed, if people <clears throat> said yes to your app or your thing, your survey or whatever you did, then that opened up your data as well as your friend's data to the person that created the app. And so then they could oh go gosh. get... Not just you, but then they could go get all your friends' information, which it's kind of a <laughs> kind of a dirty situation. Um, well, the, a company called Cambridge Analytica, they had a, a thing that did that, and and it's stuff like 
uh, you know, take take the survey and then share it. And in order to do that, you have to give this app permission to see your Facebook friends and all the stuff. But don't worry, we won't post to your page without your permission. Uh, well, then you've got this uh, <coughs> this information you just agreed to give them. So they did that, and they apparently collected 50 million people's data, whatever, some ridiculous number. And then you, wow. the Trump campaign supposedly used some of that data or had access to it. Somehow there's some connection to Trump. Well, they are... Um, now Facebook is under fire because it's come out that this happened. The media is just okay. livid that Trump would dare. I mean, just how dare you use the people's information? My goodness, I cannot believe it. It's outrageous. So which Democratic uh, um, candidates or the Democratic Party, they used, They did the same thing, right? Oh, hey, hello, Obama. So this from The well, View. I, agree, I mean, I agree with this, but this is something that this I don't completely understand this scandal now in the sense that this has been happening since 2012. The Obama campaign did this brilliantly. They used um, micro targeting and data mining. Sasha Eisenberg actually has a book called The Victory Lab. It was an article that was turned into a book that showed how the Obama campaign utilized and targeted voters. And the exact quote is a new political currency that predicted the behavior of individuals. The campaign didn't just know who you were. It knew exactly how it could turn you into the type of person it wanted you to be. So the double standard I don't understand right now is I'm against this as a whole. I agree. I think this is very dystopian. I don't like our information being used. I don't like the idea that we as Facebook users are the target and the product that they're using to manipulate. Of course, Facebook, it's free. Facebook is free. And so, of course, I mean, Adam Curry lays it out the best way. We are, <laughs> we are the product. If you mm -hmm. are on Facebook, you are the product. You aren't getting sold too. You are getting sold. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, it's our duty. Zuckerberg the other day. It's our duty, our responsibility to protect your data. No. Ah. Oh. So this is Megan McCain on The View. She's apparently the, the one lone, um, not crazy lefty uh, on The View. And she's basically saying Obama did this and everyone lauded him as this brilliant wizard. And he, he cracked the code. Well, now Trump does it. And, oh, my goodness, we're doomed. But it happened with Obama, and it was lauded by the media as being genius. So, Behar, buckle up. And now the Trump campaign was did it, the same it or thing? Cambridge Analytical Scandal. Well, yeah, it was micro-targeting and data see, mining. I think it's different, though, because... It's, it's not it's, different, though. Well, in my opinion, I think it's different <laughs> in the sense... So, in her opinion, screw facts. Nobody needs actual fact. My opinion says... Uh-oh, sorry, I jumped back too far. ...files and feeding the missile campaign, yes. With Obama, and it was lauded by the media as being genius. And now the Trump campaign was did it, it the same or thing? Cambridge Analytical Scandal. Well, yeah, it was micro-targeting and data see, mining. I think it's different, though, because... It's it, not it's, different, though. Well, in my opinion, I think I it's see, different, different in the sense that if you're talking about a political campaign, yes, trying to reach out to voters with your own messaging, what's happening, uh, according to, to Cambridge Analytica, this scandal, is that people are using... Um, 
uh, you know, users' um, profiles and feeding them misinformation so, about our country. Really One second. I and have so, to push back on this. Well, let me, let, I just need to finish news. my thought. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Just take yeah. a breath. I just take need to finish my thought. I understand Thanks. that, but, Boopies. you know, I want, I, I want to hear what you both have to say, but it's hard to hear when you're both talking at the same I'll time. I'll go after yeah. them. Okay. Um, so, so when you're feeding the misinformation, there's a misinformation campaign, and when you have you know, news organizations like Fox News pushing this narrative of, of a deep state, pushing the same narrative that Russian bots are, are pushing on social media. I think that's very different than a political candidate pushing his own message to... to uh -huh. it sounds good. Ahead, so the New York Times in 2012 said it reported this feature that hailed the Obama campaign's digital mastermind. They said, quote, the campaign's exhaustive use of Facebook triggered the site's internal safeguards. And that's what we're talking about right now, the internal uh -huh. safeguards that have been targeted. Uh -huh. And they said they'd sigh and say, you can do this as long as you stop doing it on November 7th. So we're talking, it, it, this has been going on for a long time. And I think the problem right now is for people like me is, again, I'm against this wholeheartedly. I think Cambridge Analytical in general is sort of a shady company. It worked for Ted Cruz. It's funded by the Mercers, same people Steve that funded Breitbart. Mm -hmm. Yes, but I think that it is... It is interesting to me that there wasn't a problem with it when the Obamas did it. And now there's a big problem with it when Trump did it. There it is. Yeah, I um, I have to make a comment about about this, and it's not what she said. It's about a word she used that okay. people use that drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. She said it's sort of, and then, uh, she, like it's sort of bad. Oh, that this happened. <clears throat> it either is or it isn't. <laughs> you mean you can't I mean, have it, it kind of bad? If it's sort of, it means it isn't really bad. It just looks bad. <laughs> And and I think people use that term a lot because they want to I don't know sound a certain way, but it's ridiculous. Anyways, do you think it's a a a way that they can attempt to hold a view without not really being nailed down to that view? Yeah, I bet that's probably it. So yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind right. of a cowardly yeah. way to talk. Yep. Yep, you're not you know, being definitive. It, I think. Well, well, my thought is that, and you know, it it, it is kind of a bad thing. Yeah, it's sort okay, of. that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Go. Woo. Go. Well, <clears throat> it's just wow. outrageous. Um, let's just peruse really quick. So this March. <laughs> Did you know to. classically per the word peruse means to study something intently? But <laughs> it we does? Use it as something just, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Originally, I have always just assumed the word meant to just like glance over something. Yeah. Like perusing the paper. That means you're actually digging deep. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll have to but change I, that. But I don't think I don't I don't think it's used that way anymore, but anyways, huh. keep going. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, it's fine. I just I I jumped on the hill.com and all, I mean, it's wall to wall. Oh, um, I can't. Uh. And, and and the headline: MTV announces plan to send busloads of young people to anti-gun violence march. Okay, so one more piece of evidence that this is not homegrown. The MTV children are is being now, manipulated. Absolutely. Yep. MTV yep. is sending them. Yep. Oh my word! And then the headline: tens of thousands gather nationwide. So some there should be millions. If this is a really big thing, shouldn't there be millions? How many kids are in the school school system in America? Do we know? 
Uh, yeah. Let's look. A lot. Not enough. Well, let's see. Hello. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Here we go. How many children are under 18 in the U.S.? There's 74.2 million, supposedly. This as of well, this is as of 2011. That are under 18. They're under 18 as of 2011. So but we, how many would go to a rally like this? That would be like 16, 15 on up. Oh, oh, age-wise. Okay. Possibly. Hmm. So maybe average, 15 million? Maybe 10 million? Average public school size. Okay. Um, the United States, the average public school high school, 752. That's what it says. Okay. Average school. Um, apparently there are 89, this doesn't make sense. Oh, sorry. 89,599 schools are in this list. So there's some math for you. So Let's 700 times 89,000. Yeah. So that's, that's, but see, that's high school. Is that defined as ninth through 12, 10 through 12? So that's 67.5 million kids in high school. In yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, because they have primary, middle, and high school. Okay. They're middle, on average, 595. Um, the okay. High, Florida. Lo, oh, no, no. California. Uh, no, Florida yeah. has the largest, like, average. 1,460. No, Hawaii. 1,468 on average in high school. Wow. This do uh, let's see website is nces.ed.gov. Uh, there's a table there, the statistical analysis report, um, and and this actually okay, this is ten years old. This data, so it's probably close though, wouldn't it be? I, I would think so. If anything, it's more, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, probably. I would think. So we're talking. Let's just assume. I mean, the math was what. 60 million. So if we assume that's the case, is that right though? No, no, that's not right. It's got to be. Um, if let's say there's 200,000 kids at this thing, is that even statistically a number? Oh, it, like yeah. Compared that, to the overall? Huh. I mean, what would yeah, that be? Like saying. a nothing percent? Yeah, that would be. Um, let's see, sixty go uh, one sixteen. <laughs> Math. Six, like three percent, maybe. Three percent. Yeah, something like that. Not even close. No, three tenths of a percent. Yeah, probably, or hundredths of a percent. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, anyway, it's kind of insane. Um, so all that to say, the odds that this is the majority of students and that these people have the majority opinion is outrageous. However, they hold the same view as the majority of the news media, which makes their voice the loudest. True, yep. Oh, uh, when was the last time you were in an airport? You mean flying? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't know. Were you there for something else? Well, to pick somebody up. <laughs> oh, no, in, in the airport, like in the terminal. That would have ah. been 
Sorry. I hate these autoplay videos. Close. Hello. Thank you. That would have been 2016, I think. Spring of 2016. Do you remember um, a TV? Like, to oh, yeah. TV's about. C- CNN yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a new story. This from, uh, this actually, I just searched for it and found uh, this article on Fox News, which I don't think that's, it's not the only place. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, growing questions about CNN's airport monopoly as the network veers left. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, CNN's ubiquitous presence in airports, where it broadcasts from thousands of screens to a captive audience of millions, is facing new scrutiny after the cable network's hard left turn. (laughs) The CNN airport network, which I didn't realize they had their own airport network, dates back to when CNN was known for straightforward news programming and has been a fixture at airports since before competitors MSNBC and Fox News even existed. But critics are now asking if busy travelers should be subjected to CNN's increasingly ideological programming. At gates, Mm. bars, food courts, and baggage claims, which can include on-screen chirons or subtitles that gleefully mock President Trump. Many travelers have even taken to Twitter and started online petitions to urge airports to change the channel. Media Research Center Vice President Dan Gaynor told Fox News that CNN has become more partisan than MSNBC since Trump moved into the White House and travelers should have the option of not watching the network. Now, on the other side of it, I don't think that you're required to watch the TV that's shown. So, true. They do and nowadays with everyone on their phones, who really sits there and watches the TV? True. So, it probably isn't even worth talking about. But it's fascinating because as you dig down deeper in the article, it turns out CNN Airport is in there because they pay the most. They bid this. They they cover the costs of the televisions. They cover the cost of the infrastructure to run it, and they provide. Wow. They pay. They pay a fee to get their TV in there. And one, wow. uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul, I think their airport, um, and then Miami was referenced in here as well. Basically, um, they're the highest bidder. Hmm. So, uh, capitalism at work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. I don't either, because in today's world, though, I mean, okay, I think it's extremely true that CNN is a very left-leaning organization, without doubt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it, who cares anymore with the advent of the smartphone? And, yep. And ubiquitous Wi-Fi. Yep. So I don't think it's an issue. Um, but anyway. Yeah, to me that's not a, a huge a huge issue. And and I think most people, if they do watch CNN, they know they're bent, how they're bent. Or or it's echoing about in their own chamber and they're happy about it. Yes. Yes. No, brother. Uh, everything, everything on the news right now is Hog, David Hogg. He has a quote from him. My teachers are very understanding about me skipping school to be on TV. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I wasn't sure what that was about. Oh, my word. It's just absolutely outrageous. 
So they're okay. So basically what this says is, you know what? If you have a if you have an opinion that is in line with the hard left, you don't have to go to your screw school. You're good. The truancy officer is not going to bother. You're going to get a pass. It's good to go. What are we telling the children? I mean, would someone please think of the children? Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Well, here's a headline for you. Okay. Pope Francis defrocks nine Ukraine monks <laughs> for... <laughs> why? Guess why. For what? I I saw it. <laughs> for rogue exorcisms. <laughs> oh, man. Pope Francis stripped holy orders from nine monks in Ukraine following reports that they had engaged in unapproved exorcisms and listened to a prophetess. Uh-oh. Don't listen to the ladies. Huh. So how, how do you do a rogue, unapproved exorcism? Do you have to call up the Vatican and say, hey, I'm going to yeah. exorcise this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. You have to go through a chain of command and whatnot, and then they have official exorcists and stuff like that. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought yeah, I thought I was <laughs> the priest quote. The priest who wants to do this should get the special permit. Blessing from the local bishop. But they did not heed the comments. Wow. I think I mean, um, I believe the Catholic Church is very uh inconsistent on when they do things like this, because for many years they had uh, liberation theology, priests and nuns in, in uh, South America that were basically communists, and they supported them. You know, huh. um, Pope Francis decrees stripped the monks from the monastic state, forbade them from wearing monastic clothes and struck down the rights and duties from their monastic vows. They can wow. no longer refer to themselves as monks. The monks also lost their fraternal names. Holy cow. Wow. Your name is gone. I took your name away. But maybe they were doing something crazy. You know? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Unapproved exorcism? That's not crazy. Here's a question. When exactly did clowns become scary? Um, let me think this through. 1987, six? Is that when the, the book, uh, Stephen King's book, the It, came out? <laughs> well, I think that is the, the, the turning point. David Carleone, author, playwright, and a former clown with Ringling Brothers in Barnum Bailey Circus, in the 1970s, argues that the fear of clowns, known officially as calrophobia, uh, is a relatively new phenomenon born from the counterculture 1960s and emerging as a popular force in the 1980s. There is no ancient fear of clowns, he said. It wasn't like there was this panic rippling through Madison Square Garden as I walked up through the seats. Not at all. Uh, Carleon said clowns were considered sweet and funny for two centuries until an inevitable backlash that included Stephen King's hit novel It, the film Poltergeist, Heath Ledger's white-faced maniac Joker, and um, misanthrope 
Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons, the Shock Band Insane Clown Posse, and Homie D. Clown from In Living Color. Huh. Yeah, I just don't care. That's from AP right there, so that's straight up truth. <clears throat> Let's see here. I still think it's funny that all the kids are complaining that the clear backpacks are uh, violating their First Amendment rights. <laughs> oh, so it's not just backpack. It's clear backpacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have to wear clear ones at school. They must. What about coats? Can they wear coats? Oh, you know. Well, and it's, someone mentioned the other day to me, if they have to wear a clear backpack, then mm-hmm. um, what would stop them from wrapping their gun or whatever in a sweatshirt inside their clear backpack? Mm-hmm. Or do they have to wear yep. clear sweatshirts now? Because then yep. we get into a problem. What? <laughs> Everyone wearing clear clothing. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, baggy pants mm-hmm. is that. Mm-hmm. And then do you go to uh, uh, a metal detector at every entrance? And Well, does that um, mean this, this is um, a search? Are we going to bring in the... Um... Uh, what TSA in every school now? Is that where we're going? Yeah, is it? I don't know. Um, what if they get uh resource officers that are are not gutless wonders? Um, oh, you mean like the last school shooting that was promoted? Uh, where the where school the, resource yeah. officer shot the guy actually shot the kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. yeah, something like that. Yep. And rather than get somebody who's like a year away from retirement and wants his pension, maybe get some gung-ho young guy in there who will actually engage. Hmm. Did, <laughs> did you know Roseanne is coming back, the TV show? Yeah. Uh, did you happen to see uh, her and John Goodman on Jimmy Kimmel the other night? Oh, yeah. She said... Uh, Keep your mouth shut or pants will become president. In p- part of it. Um, what Jimmy Kimmel say? Um, he I did, he, well, he then turned it back to, oh, this is kind of what the show is like. <laughs> you know, kind of turned, made it funny. But it was great uh-huh. because she, she said, you want pants for the freaking president? And he said, oh, no. And she said, then zip that effing lip. <laughs> It's hilarious because it's true. Because if you think about it, the the talking heads at night, like the these crazy, I don't know, late night talkers, all of them, all of them are nutso left, and will do anything to hate and demean the current pres because he's not the left. They loved and fawned over the left president they had before, but now that we don't have the left far left pres, we have a oh yeah a, a not far left pres. Um, then all of a sudden he's the worst ever, and uh, I think Kimmel actually called him a some kind of clown too. Wow! Create maybe a crazy clown. Speaking of scary clowns, <laughs> um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on all the shakeup? that they say in the White House with personnel. Um. I'd like to, well, one, I'd like to know how is it compared to the average mm. presidency beforehand. Mm. 
So this might be normal <clears throat> for one thing. Another thing is it is Donald Trump. Right. And, and he's not normal. That's for sure. <laughs> and I don't know how much he actually takes a bunch of advice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they might be wondering why am I even here? I don't know. Like like the whole uh, tariff thing is a stupid idea. Just an absolute stupid idea. Which part? Um, putting tariffs on merchandise coming into the United States. It was one of the reasons that exasperated the Great Depression. It it's not good. You know, but but it it does tend to level the playing field in that when we want to ship goods out, they get hit really hard. And so, shouldn't theoretically there be a a, a evenness going back and forth with that? Okay, so what are they going to do? They're going to increase their tariffs. Now everything is more expensive across the board. How does that help anybody? <laughs> I don't know. It it might make more, I don't know, maybe more production here. You talk to any economist on the left or on the right, and they'll all say it's a horrible idea. Well, I haven't talked to them, so. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so, I mean, t- Trump. Trump's doing a lot of stuff because he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally doesn't care. I think Ben Shapiro calls him the mud president, president <laughs> made out of mud. Mean, meaning, you know, the average person who runs for president, you're like, hey, he's a great guy mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the opponent th- tries to throw mud on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he or is that. So good luck. Yeah. So <laughs> like this porn star coming up, nobody's going to go, what? Everybody's going to go, yeah. Uh-huh. Only yeah. one? Really? I right. thought there would probably be five or six, right. you know? <laughs> There's a, uh, an article that I, or a, a post, I guess, <clears throat> that I wanted to read. It's a little bit, it's not terribly long, but uh, someone on the face bag. I don't know them. It was just reposted by somebody, but I, I think it's an interesting thought. Uh, most folks know that I despised Hillary but was somewhat dismayed that the alternative was Trump. Trump, for me, was the lesser of two evils, but that's water under the bridge. I stumbled into this article about a gold star mom, and I figured I'd share. Uh, so then it's the gold star. So here is the, the words um, from this person that he quoted. Uh, Sometimes God uses the no-nonsense salty sailor to get the job done. Appreciating that the man is doing, or what the man is doing doesn't mean we worship the salty sailor or even desire to be like the salty sailor. It doesn't even mean God admires the salty sailor. Maybe he just knows he's necessary for such a time as this. I believe with all my heart, this is quoting the lady, that God placed that salty sailor in the White House and gave this nation one more chance in November 2016. Donald Trump is what he is. He is still the man he was before the election. And without guilt, I very much admire what that salty sailor is accomplishing. He's not like me. That's okay with me. I don't want to be like him. I will never behave like him. I know we've never had a man like him lead our nation. 
It's crazy and a little mind-blowing at times, but I can't help admire the ability he has to act with his heart rather than a calculated PC, think-take-screened, carefully-edited script. I, I still believe this that that is why he became our president and why he's been able to handle a landslide of adversity and still pass unprecedented amounts of good legislation for our country and do great works for many other nations, including Israel. I'm thrilled, in all caps, with what he's doing for my nation, for the cause of Christ, whether international or whether intentional or unintentional, doesn't matter to me, and for the concept of rebuilding America and putting her first. I will not be ashamed of my position because others don't see him through the same lens. Should it matter to me if a fireman drops an F-bomb when he's pulling me from a burning building? Would I really care about what came out of his mouth in those moments? Heck no, I'd care about what he's doing. He wasn't sent there to save my soul, and I'm not looking to him for spiritual guidance. All I'm thinking in these moments is, thank you, Jesus, for sending the fireman. This man is crass. Okay. He's not careful with what he says. Okay. You feel offended that he's not a typical statesman. Okay. But he is rebuilding the nation my son died for. The nation I feared was on a fast track to becoming a hopeless cause. And forgive me if I'm smiling. What are your thoughts? Well, I think, you know, personally, I think one of the reasons why, probably the biggest reason why people like Trump is because he's authentic, or he appears to be authentic. He's, he's not putting on... Mm-hmm. Now, you might think, dear God, I wish he were putting on because nobody is that crazy. <laughs> right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. But... Um, to me, there's something refreshing about somebody who believes something, says something, and it's offensive to people, mm-hmm. and but, but doesn't back down and goes, yeah, I said it, you know? Right. And no, I'm not going to change, and if you think I'm going to, we'll forget you, you know? Mm-hmm. That being said, I, I didn't vote for him. I'm so thankful I didn't vote for him or didn't have to vote for him. Because <laughs> it didn't matter um, in your state? Because it, it, it doesn't matter in my state. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, like this whole this whole uh, thing that he was, ooh, um, guess what? What? My battery's dying. Holy <laughs> cow. All right. <clears throat> You were gonna say so that dictates uh, uh, I, his whole uh, 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 Twitter war with mm-hmm. uh, Biden. Biden was, <laughs> was yes, we got to do that real quick. Um, Biden supposedly at a at a speech at the University of Miami at an anti-sexual assault rally or whatever it was. Um, I don't know of any pro-assault rallies, but anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, whatever. Uh, said that. Uh, he can't, but couldn't believe that the man leading our country said he could grab a woman anywhere and she would like it. Oh, if I was in high school with him, I'd take him out back and I'd beat the hell out of him, he said. And then another point, he said, yeah, I've been in lots of locker rooms and I, I was a darn good athlete. And usually the guys that said that stuff were the ugliest, fattest SOBs in the room. So basically calling Trump fat and ugly and uh-huh. saying that he could beat him up. And so Trump, the gentleman that he is, <laughs> decided to come back <laughs> and 
Uh, I, I got to read it because it's hilarious. The actual tweet. <clears throat> Trump v. Biden. <laughs> oh, this tweet's hilarious. Um, can you imagine if they have to debate each other? Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. This is a tweet from Trump, March 22nd, two days ago. Actually, he is weak, both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's so juvenile, but it's hilarious. It, it's, it's ridiculous that we're down that far. I'm with you. But... I do appreciate that he's not going to take any bullcrap from anybody. And whether we like the way he responds or not isn't the question. It's just that's him. And there's been nothing new about that. And that's what's going on with the uh, with the Chinese, too. It, it seems oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, then there's one more little thing I want to throw at you. I just saw this headline. Um, several holistic doctors... <laughs> have been found dead in apparent suicides. The medical community is now speechless due to the timing of their deaths based on the fact that they were all researchers working on a breakthrough cure for cancer. Hmm. Renowned autism specialist Dr. James Jeffrey Bradstreet was researching the enzyme prior to his death in July 2015. His body was discovered floating in a North Carolina river with a single gunshot wound to the chest. Suspicions swirled that the doctor may have been killed as a result of his controversial research. Bradstreet and his colleagues had discovered that the immune system is being compromised by nagalase, which they suspected was being introduced through vaccines. Dr. Bradstreet was working with a naturally occurring compound that may be the single most effective thing in the immune system for killing cancer cells. Nagalase interferes um, with an important protein in the body that kills cancer cells, explained Dr. Ted Brewer uh, in an interview on the Hag- Hagman and Hagman report. Oh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. apparently um, these doctors who discovered uh, cancer enzymes in vaccines are now all dead. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this isn't new, now, by the way, so it's just frustrating. If if it's, I I mean I'd like to the the people that the Hagman and Hagmans have on mm-hmm. are uh, at least are they in crazy? my opinion. Um, what's a what's a good term for it? Not crazy. Uh, sensationalists. Ah, they. They get people on who make a lot of crazy accusations, just just for uh, shock. Well, I think they kind of, I think they believe it, um, and some of it, it, it seems to me, some of it has an element of truth to it, mm-hmm. but um, it's more like. Some of the Alex Jones, mm, which, I see. So, so I'm not saying that. Like w- with a lot of these things, I 
I'm not saying that what they're saying is necessarily false, but it might not be what they attribute it to might not seems to sometimes be suspect. Mm. So I don't know. All right. But well, that, that's good to know. It's always good to take things with a, a grain of salt or two. Yeah. But let's and, be open minded. Come on now. No, no. Like I like I said, I I personally wouldn't if it turned out that this was completely true, I I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> Craziness. Craziness in the in the town today. This is the David Allen Show, DavidAllenshow.com. Um on iTunes, the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, the David Allen Show. We are also on the, the Google Play Store, I believe, still. Um, David Allen Show at gmail.com. If you're interested uh, in talking to us, sending us a little line, something like that, um, we do. Or cash. Uh, you can ca- send us cash. Send us your cash. Just send your cash. That's all we want is some cash. Yeah, <laughs> money. So much. So much money. Huh. Um, you can find this show and other shows originating from uh, the podcast studios here in Millbank, South Dakota uh, at whymillbank.com forward slash podcast um, or just whymillbank.com and click on the podcast button and that'll take you to all of our shows that we that come out of the studio um, and uh, David on this line here um, Skype? Well, it's not Skype. Google Hangouts kind of worked in a weird roundabout way for us today. Yeah, it was weird. And roundabout. But at least you sound way, way better than you used to. So that part is wonderful. <laughs> the last you. time you were on, it was not not good. Not good at all. Yeah. So uh <laughs> so we're we're much better now. Um we and are I would have been back in the studio if it hadn't been for the weather. That's true, yes, weather. yes. So next time. Are you ba- uh, back uh, for Easter next weekend? No. Okay. So are you coming back ever again? Or was it was this your last hurrah? <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah, I'll be back, but it might be another month or so. Okay. Well, we'll just uh hopefully get the Skype thing figured out. We got to figure out uh the uh, the the go sending part from you. So, anyway, yeah. we'll yep. get that nailed down. Breaking news. Uh-oh. Usain Bolt, who is the fastest man in the, in the world, correct? Supposedly. Okay, apparently he's now a football player. A footballer. And oh. says he has a lot of work to do to make it in football. Soccer, you mean? Well, he, they say football, so so whatever. Um, any last words that you want to say to us before we get out of here? Uh, no. Don't no- be stupid. Wha- nothing. Nothing at all? Uh, don't be stupid. What should uh, the children do? <laughs> Not drugs? Well, there's that. <laughs> Not drugs. Perfect. This is the David Allen Show. Um, we will attempt to be back next week. I know next weekend is crazy, so uh, I probably won't be able to do it over the weekend, but, um, we may have to wait another week. But anyway, um, we will do this again. Yes. And just remember, know your truth. Speak your truth. It's the best thing you can do. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, everybody.